Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. daughter. Hey, I'm Lauren, the mom. It's my birthday. It's birthday. It's birthday. Oh my gosh. Well, when you're listening to this, January 28th, bitch, it's my birthday. It's your birthday. And J. Cole's birthday. I don't know why. I always have to point that out. (laughs) Happy birthday, J. Cole. (laughs) I think it's because he has a song called January 28th, so I just have to highlight. Is it Elijah Wood? Yeah. 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 We should just list them all. Nick Carter, I think, too. (laughs) Happy birthday, friends. (laughs) Wow. Look at us. Who would have thought? Fellow birthdayans. Um, So what are we doing for my birthday? What are we doing? Yeah, it's a surprise for me. I don't fucking know. It's a secret. Yeah, the way we do birthdays here uh, is we like pick a theme, Mm -hmm. but the the birthday person can't know until the day of- That's right. Until the day of birth. It's secret. Um, Yours was Gilmore Girls. I made it- We made it look like Luke's Diner in here. Yes, yes. Cute. It was awesome. Um, Fact check Jake's was like horror, ghost adventures, Mm. Oh yeah, super spooky. Super spooky. It was really cute. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know what my theme is. (laughs) I'm in the dark. Just you You don't have any idea whatsoever? No. Well, because we're filming this prior to my birthday, so I don't fucking know. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, you might have like ideas or thoughts. Normally I want it to be spoiled. Like normally Mm. I'm that annoying person that's like, tell me, tell me tell me but I don't yeah. know this year I'm kind of like I kind of like the surprise nice. which is new for me yeah, so yeah. Uh, tune in next week to catch what the fucking theme was nice yes I'm excited uh, but we did go get tattoos we did yeah you guys took you me and to I. get tattoos yeah, yeah. yeah um, and it was fucking embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> like fucking everything else <laughs> Well, you know, we aren't out amongst people very often. We're really not. We're pretty, you know, we're homebodies to begin with and then, you know, put a pandemic on top of that. And we're really just. <laughs> I was completely awkward. Yeah. So um, if you're in the <laughs> Seattle area, Rempe Tattoo. Yes. Okay. R-E-M-P-E. Highly mm-hmm. recommend. Fantastic Lovely. artist. All right. Um, and super fucking cool and nice. So nice. So cool. But, you Talented. know, we hit him with our awkwardness. So we're in there. <laughs> Fucking hell. And we're listening to music. And Laura right. goes to the bathroom. Right. Yes, I did. First, I had been in the bathroom. Yes. Of course. And then we switched. And so me and Rempy are talking. And you come out. Uh-huh. And as you were coming out, he says, oh, by the way, she gives the best hugs. Right. <laughs> And kind of, and so I assumed he was talking about Laura and I was like, when the fuck did you guys hug? And he starts cracking up. He's like, no, no, I was talking about the girl singing. I met her once and I'm like, yeah, of course you did. Awkward. Like, what the fuck? And, that, and I was, said, right. And I was like, hey, but if we did hug, I do give good hugs. <laughs> you do give right? good hugs. Good hugs. Oh my God. You see, now I'm like so flabbergasted. I'm embarrassed. I'm going to think about this as I lay my head on my pillow. The universe is really testing you. I remember you recently said, I cannot be embarrassed. It I can't know, what fucking the fuck? happen. Like, what the fuck? It was just one of those things that was like, I'm so oblivious to what's going on around me. And I was yeah. called on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So uh, what were your tattoos? Ooh, I got a little UFO. Mm-hmm. I got a candy corn and a spider web. Yeah, you're filling in your sleeve. Yeah, my half sleeve is pretty much done. Yeah. Um, I am avoiding my elbow like the fucking plague. I, right. That's like the last. I'm so Ouch. scared. Yeah. 
I don't know if I can do it. Am I a wimp? You I'm can. a little bit of a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. I can do it. You can do it. Um. So yeah, that was our birthday. What'd you get? I got a pine cone. You did get a pine cone. I did get a pine cone for the Pacific Northwest. Although I must be the only one that knows that I live in the evergreen state. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Yeah, so one of the gals I work with, I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. I'm so excited. It's been years, you know? She's like, what are you getting? I was like, a pine cone. She's like, why? And I was like, well, I'm a plant person. Yeah. And, you know, Pacific Northwest. Pine. She's like, I don't get it. (laughs) I said, well, you know, we live in the evergreen state, pine trees. Right, right, right. She's like, I've never seen a pine tree here. Meanwhile, if you looked out the window. Uh, girl, all you got to do is lit- open them peepers in the morning and you could see Literally a, a sea of pine trees. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. have you ever seen Twin Peaks when he's driving in? <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing but pine here. Yeah. And yeah. many people have told you that it looks like a pineapple. So we're really starting to wonder, are you guys good out here? Have you seen a pine cone? <laughs> You're supposed to be into nature around here. I'm starting to, I'm starting to question. Starting to wonder, yeah. So it's adorable. I love it. It's yeah. you know behind my ear. So it's and then so on the cute. other side is my acorn. So, so I have my east coast and my west coast. Laura, I love that. I love it. it little plant awesome. allies behind yes, your ears yes, protecting yes. you. I love that for you. Maybe we'll yeah. post pictures on social media if you want to cool. go check them out. Yeah. But you know, speaking of my birthday, January twenty eighth, great day. Great, great day. day. Great day in history. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to know, like, were there any cool? Happenings. There were some cool happenings. (laughs) Throughout history on my day. I can tell you about a couple of them. All right. In 1956, Elvis Presley's first appearance on national TV on the Dorsey Brothers stage show. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Always getting Elvis in here. Got to get him. We got to get him. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. great. Leanne's like, "Mm, fantastic. Not impressed. And in 1973, Marlon Brando won a Golden Globe for his role in The Godfather. (gasps) Okay, yes. I like that one. And that was yes. a huge day, too, because he turned that down due to the mistreatment of Native Americans by Hollywood. Wow. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay, yeah. Right. I do remember reading about yep, that. Yep, um, yep. Okay, Marlon Brando. I like that one. We love The Godfather. Yes, we do. Um, all right, anything else? Yeah, just one more. In uh, 1986, the U.S. Space Shuttle Challenger exploded 73 seconds <laughs> after liftoff in Florida, killing all seven aboard, including a school teacher who'd been chosen as the first American civilian to travel into space. Oh, shit. Um, oh. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, shit. Wow. What a bummer. Um, RIP. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That's devastating. And that's really weird that you're talking about that. So everybody keep that in your noggin because we're going to bring that back around. Are you serious? Later. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, do you want to just jump into it? Yeah. Let's do Fact it. Fact check, Jake. Thank you for yeah. reminding us all of those glorious <laughs> events. You're so welcome. January 28th. Happy birthday, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. All right. Well. If you are new here, Mm -hmm. we're going to jump in. But if you're new here, our Mm -hmm. birthday episodes work a little different. Yes. Okay. Around here. Um, The birthday person gets to pick both topics. Yes. And there are no rules. So it does not have to be magic or mythology related. It's a free for all. It's Yeah. You can just fucking go crazy because it's your birthday. Right. Okay. Now, this one over here, Laura, I'm looking at you, bitch. (laughs) For her birthday, which was in August. Right. She picked... What'd you pick? Willy uh, Wonka. Willy Wonka. Yeah. And which less- is magical. It is magical. It was you know in what? the realms. It's in the re- it's in the realms. Yeah. Um, yeah. Candy is magical. And do you know what she fucking picked for me? Like, also magical. Like the three and a half hour long Clash <laughs> of the Titans that was like a fucking crash course in Greek <laughs> mythology. My head still hurts. I'm still yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Um, so I got payback today. You sure did. But guess what? What? 
Moving forward, how many times have you referenced that Greek mythology? I have. Right. I have. See? So See? thank you. Silver lining. <laughs> but Silver it's, lining. It's just time I'll never get back, you know, <laughs> watching that fucking film. That's all. That's all. That's a great film. Um, so I picked Hackers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. A fucking 1995 thriller, crime, drama, romance film. Yes. All right. And for you, I picked Mac and Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we will get to that later. Yep. And all I have to say is paybacks are a bitch. Hey, are you, what, are you going to come smack me in fucking August? <laughs> yeah. She's already like Wait till fucking... next year. Yeah. Again, August. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll see about that, Laura. You just hush your little mouth. <laughs> all right. I'm going to, I'm going to jump in. Okay. I'm once again doing Hackers. It's rated PG-13. Okay. Um, directed by Ian Softly, written by Raphael Moreau. The tagline, hack the planet. Hack, Hack it. the planet. Uh, this will make sense later. Here's your cast. And it's a fucking great cast. I, I feel this is an underrated film. Okay. If you know it, you love it. I have Laura not seen it. has never not, seen it. Never seen it. This is probably going to be very confusing Oh, for no. You. Well, I'm going to have to go back films. and watch it then. For sure. All right. The cast. Johnny Lee Miller as Dade or Zero Cool slash Crash Override. All <laughs> Bear right. with me. Wow. Uh, Angelina Jolie as Kate. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Or acid burn. And holy shit, her bangs in this film are giving me flashbacks. <laughs> wow. I'm just going to call her were bangs. You, were maybe. you going for that look? I was not going for that look, but I almost ended up with the exact bangs. But I achieved had. it. But I achieved it. Fuck. Uh, Jesse Bradford as Joey. Matthew Lillard as Emmanuel or serial killer. Of course. Of course. My fellow Aquarian, we yes. had to, I was obviously going to had fucking to pick him. a Maddie All movie. Um, Lawrence Mason as Paul or Lord Nikon. Renoli Santiago as Raymond or Phantom Freak. Fisher Stevens as The Plague. And, okay, so these two I don't bring up in my plot description, but I had to include that they're okay. in this film. Lorraine Bracco. I know. Because I watched the trailer. Yeah, so if you like The Sopranos, she's Dr. Malfi, and she's in, like, a ton Good of other. Fellas. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, fantastic actress. But, girl, what were you doing in this film <laughs> is my number one question. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, and Wendell Pierce as Agent Dick Gill. And he comes up a lot because he's the fucking man. Yeah. Do I know him? Yeah, he, you know him from Jack Ryan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so that's the cast. All Fantastic. Right. All right. I'm going to define a hacker for you because I think it will help. Okay. I love that. A hacker is a person who finds and exploits the weakness in computer systems and or networks to gain access. See, that's why I've never seen this movie. You said computers. I when, As I was reading this <laughs> that definition, I thought, why Laura is not going to understand a word <laughs> that I am saying about this film. Oh, no. speaking a foreign language to me. Uh, well, hey, it's my birthday. I get to do whatever the fuck yeah. I want. All right. You ready for the rundown? I'm ready. Opens in Seattle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> in 1988. Seriously? All right. Uh, with super intelligent Dade Murphy, a.k.a. Zero Cool. Zero Cool. Being discovered by the cops after he crashed over 1,500 computer systems and caused a drop in the New York Stock Exchange. Oh, we can't have that. No. The kick, though, he was only 11 years old. They flash over to him, and it's a kid. All right. It's hilarious. And you're like, oh, my. Mega genius. I'm impressed. Uh, For that reason, Dade was banned from using computers or (laughs) touch-tone telephones. Until his 18th birthday. What's a touch-tone telephone? Touch-tone telephone? I, what is that? I don't know. You, Laura's like, I don't know. Fact check, Jake, tap them keys. Did it come out in the 90s? Exactly. Was it like, what is that? Like, is it like, you a mean like a dial? Like the button phone? Why wouldn't they just say telephone? This thing is so old, it's pulling up songs. Let's see. 
Oh no! I think it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just a push button it's telephone. Just a push button. It's a fucking say telephone. Those don't even exist anymore, do Laura. They? I don't know. Get the do rotary dial. Much, yeah. Do you remember the ones you had to put your yeah. finger in? Yes. And then you had to wait for the fucking number to swing back around. Oh my god, we're aging ourselves. All right. So again, he was banned okay. from using those no beautiful touch telephones. telephones until his 18th birthday. So now we flash ahead to 1995 in okay. New York City, where. You guessed it. Date is now 18, and he is already tapping away on on his computer keys. He's on the fucking loose, and he's ready to dive in. Right. Uh, The first thing he does is hack into a local TV station. He wasted (laughs) no time to change the broadcast over to an episode of The Outer Limits, which I didn't know. Did you know what this was? The Outer Limits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had never. How have I never heard of this? I don't know. I know. I was shocked. If you don't know, it's a sci-fi slash horror anthology series from the 60s and then again in the mid-90s. Girl, you're going to have to do this. I have to dive in. They said it's a lot like the Twilight Zone. Exactly. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was Twilight Zone and Outer Limits. Damn, I'm going to jump in. All right. During the hack attack, though, Dade gets interrupted by a message that reads, you have tread upon my domain and now must suffer. Who are you? The consequences. (laughs) Um, And it's in like the most 90s font (laughs) ever. It's hilarious. Um, Instead of using his old alias, Zero Cool, he comes up with a new one on the spot. Wonderful. Crash Override. Sick. (laughs) New band name. New band name called it. So now Crash Override and the other hacker, Acid Burn, are going head to head (laughs) to take over this TV station. But it's really just like a battle of the minds. Uh All right. But our dude has been out of the game too long. All right. Mm-hmm. His connection gets terminated by acid burn. He has been out hacked. Rusty skills. Yes. <laughs> Rusty skills. The <laughs> next day, Dade rollerblades his way through New York to school. All right. Where he meets Hottie Kate Bangs. Okay. <laughs> and sparks are flying. Angelina Jolie. Yes. Uh, fact check Jake said, and I quote, there was a brief time when rollerblading was cool. And it was captured on film <laughs> right here. And it was really captured in this movie. There were a lot of blades. Oh, no. A lot of blades. <laughs> Sick. So, Dayton Bangs, it's looking hot and heavy, all right? Love connect. Anyway, later that night, Dade hits a kick-ass club called Cyberdelia, which I'm really, like, I wish it was around. It looks fucking <laughs> sick. Um, and gets to know some other local hackers. Oh. All right. Apparently it was Making friends. Thing. Making friends. Here's a roll call. We've got serial killer, Maddie L. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call him that because Fruit Loops, like he's a little... <laughs> Crazy. All right. He is a goofy ass hacker who we first see outside the club selling his own themed compilation tapes, <laughs> which is a very Lee thing that to do. That is a very Lee thing. Um, this particular compilation tape <laughs> consists of artists who uh, choked on their own vomit. Oh, no. Yeah. Sad, like- but... Also really funny how he like, he's like, Jimmy Hendrix, Hendrix, Joplin, Mama Cass. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. uh, oh, all right. Wow. We've also got Phantom Freak, a smart ass hacker who quite possibly has the best fucking fashion sense I've ever seen. Yeah. Every outfit, 10 out of fucking 10. Really? But Factor Jake said it too. Yeah, man. He's on We point. were both jealous of his outfits. Ooh, Damn. I'm going to have to check it out. Mm-hmm. We've also got Joey, a little novice hacker who doesn't even have an alias yet because he's just getting in. Because he's a baby hacker. Baby hacker. Hee <laughs> cute. All right. And eventually we are introduced to Lord Nikon, a hacker known for his photographic memory, hence the Nikon. <laughs> it's a curse, he says. Oh, of course. And finally, we have Acid Burn. Remember? Acid From the beginning? Burn. Yes. Wouldn't you know it? It's Kate Bangs. <laughs> it's Angelina Jolie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. So sparks are flying even more now. Wow. All right. So now back to the hacking. 
Little Joey is trying to learn the ropes and prove his skills, right? Mm-hmm. So he hacks into a supercomputer. Are you okay. with me, Lord? Supercomputer. Supercomputer. Mm-hmm. It's big. That means it's big. Is it like the one on, on the one on Willy Wonka when they're trying to find <laughs> out where the Wonka is? Yes. <laughs> it's big as a house. Exactly, Lord. Yes. Um, it's used for physics, oil, and important shit. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. called the Gibson. Okay. Joey downloads a garbage file, and I had to look this up. It means a file that is in the trash, but it hasn't been permanently erased yet. Oh, okay. okay. He downloads it onto a floppy disk. Yes, I said floppy disk. (laughs) (laughs) But it gets fragmented when his mom unplugs the computer, so he doesn't know what the file is. He can't read it. Oh, bummer. However, the Gibson supercomputer is owned by the big Ellingson Mineral Company, and they notice the hack. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-oh. It's bad. Yes. So the company calls in their own cyber guru and computer security officer, Eugene the Plague Belford, (laughs) a former hacker. (laughs) Lord loves this. The Plague. (laughs) The Plague. Mom, wait until you see him. Like, I I cannot even... He has, like, the littlest goatee. He makes his entrance into the film via fucking skateboard. (laughs) No. And a fur coat. Fact check Jake is pulling him up right now. Oh, my God. Oh, I've seen this he's guy He's the bad before. guy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is the bad guy. Okay, gotcha. And he's the best part of the film. Uh-huh. Hands down. Uh-huh. <laughs> so fucking hilarious. All right. Here's what the plague tells them. The hacker, who he tracked down, planted a virus called Leonardo da Vinci, original, <laughs> that caused one of the company's oil tankers to capsize. Leonardo. Yikes. Leonardo. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> now, the hacker is demanding $5 million within seven days or else more oil tankers will go the fuck down, causing a fucking ecological disaster. Okay? Damn. However, the plague is lying. Oh, oh no. Goatee? Not telling the fucking truth. Uh-huh. He is uh-huh. actually the one who planted the virus <gasps> to distract from something else on that garbage file, and he is simply blaming it all on little Joey. It's too convenient for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Joey's computer immediately gets seized by the Secret Service under the plague's direction because he wants to nab that garbage file before anyone can copy it or see what's on it. It's masterminding. But luck- plot. Yeah, but luckily little Joey hid his floppy disk. <laughs> Joey, way take, to go. Please take a drink every time I say floppy disk. Floppy disk. Or like rollerblades. Any 90s word that comes out of my mouth. References. Take a fucking shot. All right. Meanwhile, Dade and Kate are getting all close and cute. Who saw that coming? Okay. You did. I called it. They decide to have a hacking duel. <laughs> Romantic. <laughs> nice. Uh, that involves tormenting the shit out of the Secret Service agent that brought Joey in, and that's Wendell Pierce. All right. How romantic. Super cute. Um, <laughs> it was a tie. No one won because they're just too they're both too good. All right. <laughs> this obviously pisses the Secret Service off and they crack down hard on our hackers. Okay. okay. Phantom Freak is arrested realizing like what's going on and that they're all being framed. Mm-hmm. And he warns the others in the group with his one phone call. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so the gang makes more copies of the floppy disk for extra measures. Okay. But when the plague blackmails Dade <laughs> by digging up some dirt and threatening his mother, Dade hands over his floppy disk copy in what I think is the funniest fucking sequence in film history. Okay. Let me paint you a picture. Paint me a picture. Dade is standing in a dark alley with the floppy disk in his hand. Oh, jeez. A limo comes down the fucking alley, and the plague is holding on to the outside of the limo mm-hmm. on a skateboard. Oh. 
I love Duh. I love when that happens Duh. in movies. And he rolls by Dade on the skateboard and snatches the floppy disk <laughs> and then grabs back onto the limo. It's a fuck and it's supposed to be serious. Oh really? Yes. Or she's looking at me like this sounds dumb, but it's supposed to be dramatic and like, oh my god. Right. <laughs> Do you see the way he stole that floppy disk? <laughs> oh, no. Sick skateboard, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, after hours of diving into a different copy of the disc, yes. the hackers learned that the plague actually installed a worm. Okay. Follow me, Laura. That basically eats a few cents off of every Ellingson Mineral Company transaction secretly mm-hmm. and will eventually dump all of that money into the plagues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see what I've I'm seen, saying? I've seen this plot before uh-huh. where it's like it's just a cent or two and so they will never notice and then you have a billion in a Swiss bank account. Exactly. I got it. I got you. Yeah, Laura. I okay. got you. Wow. Yeah. She's like, I've plotted one of these schemes before now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the worm has already eaten 21.8 million bucks, man. Of course. And it all is getting pulled in two days with the hackers set to take the fall. All right. <sighs> is this all making sense? I got you. Okay. Yep. So long story short to wrap up because you need to go watch wrap the movie. Our cool group of New York City hackers along with hackers from all over the world stop this from happening. Hackers unite. Hackers of the world unite, Laura. That's what they say. <laughs> Do they? Yes. Well, fun. You little cutie. Uh, this somehow involves a big rollerblading sequence all through the city. Of course. I, uh, duh. Just go with it. <laughs> Why not? I like Maddie Ellen in skates. Skates. <laughs> skates. But basically, they hack into TV sets once again and broadcast a live video of serial killer explaining Plague's evil plan. This is my favorite part. I think mm-hmm. Maddie Ellen does a really good does job. He? Yeah. And his <laughs> hairdo. Fascinating. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Uh, The hackers are in the clear. Dade and Kate are now an item. They share a cute little moment. Couple. And all is well in the world. I love it. The end. That's hackers. Oh, cute. I am going to go watch it. It's it's so fun. My intention was to watch it before we sat down, but I just didn't have You got too caught up in Mac and me. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what is my lesson? Because obviously this is not a typical film of ours there's not magic in it right but Mm. i got there are you ready Ah. i want to do an intro to the genre of cyberpunk Ooh, okay this was very interesting to me because i knew little to nothing about it okay so let me share with you cyberpunk is a subgenre of science fiction nice there we go set in a dystopian future that focuses on a combination of low life and high tech Okay. Okay. So usually, if not always, will involve some of the following. Counterculture antiheroes, crime, rebelliousness, a magical or fantastical element, artificial intelligence, hacking, and power-hungry corporations. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I have a quote here, and I will link the article on our website. Cyberpunk's protagonists are hackers, rockers, and other cultural rebels clinging to a cult of individualism in a culture characterized by corporate control and mass conformity. Ooh, I like that. I know. I actually thought you would really be into this. Yeah. Um, So even though hackers doesn't have that magical science fiction element, right? Mm -hmm. It still often falls under the cyberpunk genre, and you can see why. I love that. Uh Aha. So the genre has roots as far back as the 60s and 70s when new wave writers were really beginning to explore the relationship between society and technology. Oh, fascinating. Mm -hmm. The term was coined by writer Bruce. 
Betke in 1982 when he combined the words cybernetics, meaning the science of replacing human functions with computers, Ooh. and punk, referring to the 70s and 80s movement and culture. Interesting. Yeah. But it wasn't until famed cyberpunk author William Gibson hit the scene in 1984 with the novel Neuromancer. 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 I don't know how to talk, Lore. Uh, that it really took off as a movement, and I believe he is considered the godfather of the cyberpunk genre. Nice. Yeah. Um, apparently, his work was deeply influenced by punk subculture and hacking groups from that time. So here's where the hacking comes All in. All right, cool. So when you think cyberpunk, think questioning everything, but mainly authority, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Going against what you were being fed by the machine. I'm a cyberpunk. I, Laura, you are a cyberpunk. <laughs> Isn't she the cutest thing in the world? Um, but the like in a time where technology is at the forefront Okay. In some way, yeah. and it's used to keep people down. It, do you know what I mean? Mm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so with that, obviously, there is usually a social or political element to cyberpunk stories. There's something more trying to be said there. Okay. Um, technology and classism being the big mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it makes you yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Aesthetically, cyberpunk is usually highly futuristic, bold, dark, bleak, mm-hmm. or bright, neon, loud, et cetera, uh, kind of like the inside of a computer. Oh, yeah. And Hackers is definitely the bright, loud, funky, yeah. like you can see the okay. punk influence yeah. in there mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so some other cyberpunk films or films that have cyberpunk elements. Okay. Blade Runner is uh, the big one. Okay. Which was 1982. The Terminator, mm. 1984. I've never gotten into yeah, that. Yeah, never a big fan of that one. Uh-uh. Total Recall in 1990. The Lawnmower Man in 1992. I've never seen this, but this one looks very interesting. The Lawnmower Man? The Lawnmower yeah, I haven't Man. seen that either. Um, Ghost in the Shell in 1995. Judge Dredd, also in 95. The Matrix mm. is probably the one people would mm-hmm, know the most, mm-hmm. except you, Lore. We all know. You're a little behind. It came out and, you know, kicked off in 99. It's all right. Uh, Robocop in 2014. Okay. Westworld. Definitely uh, has cyberpunk elements. Uh, the new one was 2016. And Ready Player One, which came out in 2018. I've heard a mm, lot about that. Yeah, Apparently, I don't know that, one. that one is filled with pop culture references. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that is an intro to cyberpunk. That's interesting. I know. If you are interested in finding more cyberpunk authors, I'm mm-hmm. going to link you know, some yeah. stuff on our website because there's a bunch. Cool. I That's know. fascinating. Wasn't that neat? Yes. It's something that I would have never, like a lot of those movies I listed, like Blade Runner and the Terminator, that's not really our cup of tea. No. But I like what's going on in this movement. So yeah. I think I'm going to dive check, in, maybe check, check out, out some some authors. Yeah. And, yes. Well, that's fascinating. Yeah, I, I did not know any of this. I had no idea. And I'm going to check out this movie. I did really want to watch it before you, oh, you sat down to. to do it. You, uh, you will love it. Well, so <laughs> I mean, it's the, very 90s. It's very 90s. Oh, yeah. Which so, is not your thing. but No. So what was Lorraine Bracco's, uh, what was her? So she was the plague's girlfriend and like helper. Oh, God. Oh. It was so bad. And she held a really important position in the uh, the company, In the too. company. Basically, he oh. was, like, using her as, like, a She was able to finesse the whole thing. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. But it's Lorraine Bracco. I know. And, and you like, can only see her as Dr. Melfi. I can Melfi. only see her as Dr. Melfi, and she's dating fucking, you know, skateboard yeah. goatee. And I'm like, what's happening here? Hilarious. Not a love match. Not a love connection I would have seen coming. But, you know, fucking hell. Um, 
You want some fun and random facts? I sure do. All right. At the time Hackers was released, 1995, I said, the internet was still not a big thing for most people. Mm -hmm. I know that's like hard for some of us to believe. Still, for me. Laura is still trying to catch up. <laughs> so if you haven't yet, don't feel bad. It's going to be okay. Uh, most had zero clue how to work a computer or maneuver around the internet. So a movie Same. all about that was kind of a hard sell. So this uh, movie flopped, bitch. Did oh, it, it flopped. Oh, yes, no. yes, yes. However, actual hackers and cyberpunkers seem to really fucking dig it. Yeah. Yeah, and it has definitely become a cult classic. I love that. I love that. Um, Maddie L in this film, you knew I have to highlight it. Yeah. Um, if you're wondering what I am like in person, I would watch this. <laughs> probably will give you the biggest glimpse the like just pay attention to his character I don't there's just something about it I'm like oh yeah it's, it's a little me. close to home it's Lee. me it's me <laughs> Lee. yeah definitely an Aquarius I love that um, gotta love a good intro sequence yeah um, in this one they show the New York City skyline and then it like transforms into like the inside of a computer Ooh. But it still looks like the skyline. It's very cool. There's a lot of those. Like the uh -huh. hacking sequences in this film are super cool. I think it was a lot of CGI, but it's oh, nice. super interesting. Yeah. Um, the way they illustrate how smart date is, too, I also think is super cool. So, like, here's an example. When he first meets Kate. Okay. Obviously, he's like, sparks are flying in love. Uh -huh. So, flashes of, like, love imagery go through oh, his head. Neat. Like, books and songs and paintings all about love. Oh, that's cool. It's like showing that he knows a all fuck right. ton. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. That's I really, really like cool. it. That's really cool, yeah. Um, killer soundtrack, killer aesthetic, killer wardrobes. Nice. All of the characters' all wardrobes are fucking kick-ass. Killer everything. Nice. Aesthetically, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Um, this one's random. Penn Jillette, the magician. Yes. And Mark Anthony, the singer, make guest appearances. Hmm. Interesting. Someone tell me how that happened. <laughs> if two plus two. This <laughs> is random. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie were married for a few years following this film. What? I know. Isn't that bonkers? I'm stunned. I, I did not know this. I didn't know this either. No. He had the bleach blonde hair look in this film. I, was, I liked it. Did she leave him for Billy Bob? <sighs> Probably. <laughs> God. <laughs> I literally just like have PTSD from that watching that relationship unfold. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, the writer, director, and some cast members actually spent time in the hacker community mm -hmm. of New York City to mm -hmm. observe and learn. Mm -hmm. And from what I can tell, they did a very good job. That's awesome. It is awesome. I didn't really know there was like a like a big ass group of hackers. Yeah. We get I, together and we hack. No, I'm just gonna <laughs> we hack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Laura was going to try to interject. I was going to try to interject, but I know nothing of hacking. So, <laughs> But what I was thinking is that I, I, I just had an epiphany, though, okay. because I believe that Billy Bob Thornton is like my Jack Nicholson for you. Ooh, you're <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, my God. You did peg that. Yeah. I literally, I'm sorry, Billy Bob. Like, I don't know anything about you, but you just kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> we just need you to stay over there. Okay. Um. Speaking of the hacking and the cyberpunk, though, right? Yeah. There are a lot of references to the cyberpunk movement and the hacker scene in the film. So, like, character names might be references yeah. to authors. Oh, in the cool. Like, it's, yeah, they really... Right. Took so their if time. you're like, you're if you're into in it, this, you're, you might yeah. be catching shit. And yeah, and like they um, reference hacking books oh, nice. in their actual 
books. And oh, yeah, so they cool. actually, like like I said, spent time in the community. Yeah. So I think they really did want to, yeah. you know. Represent. Represent. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, lastly, I stumbled upon an article that has a bunch of old Polaroids from the hacker set. Oh, neat. I linked it on the website. They're really cute. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's the nostalgia. Because again, yeah. this movie is hella fucking 90s. So then yes. put it on a Polaroid too. And, oh, oh, that's God. cute. That's yeah, cute. Super cute. Um, that is hackers. For posterity's sake. Yeah. I love it. I love it I'm too. Gonna, I am going to go watch that. This was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, if you need some laughs, holy shit, that fucking guy in the goatee and the rollerblading limo <laughs> sequence. It's I, worth we, it. I had to rewind it like the- a trillion <laughs> times. I literally could not. The way he holds the floppy disk too. For a coat blown in the breeze. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's kind, of like, it's kind of like uh, Vin Diesel sliding down the uh, railing on a cookie sheet in Triple X. Yeah, but like Vin, it's Vin Diesel. So yeah, that like but, looked cool. But it's supposed to be like serious. And I'm like, that's not, no, I can't take that well, seriously. Laura, logically, she's like, you couldn't ski down a, a I say slope. it all the time. <laughs> you, could not, you could not slide down a railing on a cookie sheet. She, no. <laughs> it's illogical. It is illogical. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't think you could have snagged a floppy disk as gracefully as this motherfucker did in this film either. So, you know, the art of cinema. (laughs) There we go. Um, If you, you know, want to give me a birthday present, go watch Hackers. Seriously, it's fun. You will have fun with it. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, But you know what I want now? (laughs) I really want an in-depth rundown of the movie Mac and Me. I couldn't even mutter the words Mac well, and me. I can already tell you that there are not enough people that love you in this world that will go watch Mac, Mac and, and me. me. If you love me, you will go watch Mac and me. You will. Or the love oh, isn't real. No. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So I'm up. You're up to bat, Laura, and I know how much you just absolutely <laughs> love science fiction and aliens. Yes. And it's your favorite. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, thanks for gifting me this uh, film. All right. You're very welcome. Yeah, I know. 1988, American comedy sci-fi. Damn, there's a lot of eights today, and that's my lucky number. It is your lucky number. Isn't this episode 88? It is. Woo! That is so cool. Wow. Ouch, why am I going to cry? I don't know. Thank you, universe, for those little signs. Okay, (laughs) I'm there. 88. All right, yeah, 88. Uh, Written and directed by Stuart Raphil. Okay. Probably said that wrong. Uh, Co-written by Steve Feet. Okay. All right, $13 million budget. (laughs) Okay. It sounded like you said Steve Feet. Did you Feet? Feet. Oh, Feet. <laughs> Steve Feet. I thought you said Feet too. I just thought that was his last name. Okay, I didn't cool. want to insult. Hopefully his feet were running away from this movie. Lore. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. $13 million budget at the box office. Uh-huh. It took in $6 million. <gasps> Oh, This was considered a box office bomb. It was a clinker. It was a clinker. Oh, Not no. only a clinker. It is considered one of the worst movies ever made. Thank you, Lee. You're welcome. It won four Raspberry Awards for Worst Picture, Worst Director, What's a Raspberry, Worst a Razzie. Oh, fuck! Why a do you Razzie. do this to me every time? Worst Screenplay and Worst New Star, which was Ronald McDonald, and we'll get to that. Oh my God! Okay, I love that this was my choice for you. I'm already just yeah. so pleased. But, okay, yeah. But apparently, it has now garnered a cult following. It sure has. Yeah, I know sure that has. Paul Rudd loves this movie. Yeah, we're going to talk about (laughs) that. All right. So here is your cast. Give it to me. Christine Ebersol, Mm -hmm. who is Janet Cruz. Okay. Um, This was like starring 
Christine Eversol. Like it oh, was like she was like the money a, maker. Like she was the money maker. Okay. And I'm like, who is she? Uh, who is she? Right. <laughs> That's who I was like. <laughs> I don't. Girl. I really don't know who she is. But okay. apparently, she was, she was the hot big, shit she was in '88. She was the big deal star. Got it. All right. Jonathan Ward is Michael Cruz. Jade Calgary is Eric Cruz. Mm-hmm. Lauren Stanley is Debbie. Okay. And Tina Caspery is Courtney. Okay. Now, there are other minor characters, uh, but I've never heard of any of them, and they probably wouldn't want their names associated with this movie. So I'll do them the honor of not mentioning it. Good looking out. (laughs) With one exception. Oh, no. Laura Waterbury plays Linda, and we will better know her as Ricky Smith's mom in Better Off Dead. (gasps) Oh, sorry, your mom blew up, Ricky. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny Myers, you've done, you've outdone yourself. Oh, this is fabulous yes. liqueur, Jennifer. <laughs> the what, best. What accent is that? That was pure Jersey. Jersey. Okay, thank you. That was pure Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, we nailed that. Oh my gosh, yeah, we love her. She is awesome. Hilarious. She was also in One Crazy Summer, right? Fuck yeah. All right, so. Let me just start by saying the acting sucks. Laura. The puppets suck. Give it a chance. Hey, give the it a chance. The plot line sucks. Oh. The use of product placement in this film is scandalous. <laughs> it's scandalous. <laughs> and an scandalous. epic fail. I just feel like I'm watching one big commercial, quite frankly. Oh, no. All right. So the aliens, horrible. <laughs> Laura. According to one review, I'm just trying to prepare everybody. Okay, okay. According to one review, yeah. the aliens look like a horrifically scared fetus <laughs> covered in blisters. Oh, what? <laughs> the creepy alien mouth is permanently fixed in the shape of an O, <laughs> like a blow-up sex doll. Oh. <laughs> he was described as a very poorly manipulated puppet who does not move or have expressions. It's yeah, it's bad. It's bad, guys. So now, with that being said, let's dive on into this plot. <laughs> what did you say? A what fetus? <laughs> Horrifically scared fetus covered in blisters. <laughs> A scared blistered fetus. New band name, I call it. <laughs> now that you have your mind wrapped around yeah, yeah. that, all right. visually, are you there? Are okay. you there? Here's the plot. Yes. <laughs> all right. The film opens to a family of four really weird looking aliens, which consist of mom and pop. Sis and Baby Mac, Baby Mac, which stands for Mysterious Alien Creature. I love that. Okay. Baby Mac. Uh, their planet is a barren desert, and it seems they are in search of some liquid refreshments. <laughs> I need a beverage. <laughs> They're thirsty. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, instead, they find a NASA research probe, which has landed on their planet. Okay. It is gathering samples of the planet's terrain via a suctioning tube. <laughs> <laughs> As you may have guessed, the nosy aliens get sucked into the tube and are en route back to Earth in the probe. Come on to Earth. Yeah. When the NASA team opens the probe. Say, na- say NASA one more time. NASA. <laughs> you say NASA. Where's the W? Ye- yeehaw. That's a lasso. <laughs> NASA. Um, <laughs> when NASA, when the NASA team opens the probe, the aliens are unleashed. I mean, they're you know thinking they're going to find some stones and rocks, but water. no, they want water. <laughs> oh, oh you're talking, talking about, about the, the NASA team. <laughs> sure, sure. The aliens are unleashed and make an escape from the government base. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, it seems that they have the ability to annihilate anything they touch, <laughs> and not to mention control electricity. <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> Duh. Uh, the movie portrays the NASA workers in a way that would indicate that they neither need, they do not need to be intelligent or educated to have a position at, at NASA. NASA. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Uh, Mom Pops insists beeline it for the desert. Okay. But in the commotion, Baby Mac, <gasps> sounds like a rapper name, <laughs> Baby Mac, <laughs> Baby Mac gets separated from the fam. Oh. Uh, there's a hilarious side note because there's at one point, so you see him running, right? You see the puppet running. Yes. And it looks like he's just on a skateboard being pulled by a string. A lot of skateboards in this episode. But there's, there's one point where you see the bottom of him like running <laughs> yeah. from the view of a car, like the underneath of a car. And you could tell that it's a person like in the- Oh no. He's, <laughs> but then you, you know, you go back to the puppet that's like, looks like it's being pulled on the string. It's so bad. All right. <laughs> Uh, with all the commotion, a traffic jam ensues, and Baby Mac jumps into the back seat of a car. Okay, yes. Let's introduce our human characters. <laughs> Single mom Janet Cruz and her two sons, Eric, who is wheelchair bound, and older brother Michael. Okay. Uh, the family is on their way to their new home in LA to make a new start upon the death of their father. Oh, jeez. Okay. Woo. Little Mac steals Eric's Coke. It like co- wait Coca Cola nose Coke or no oh, oh Coca Cola <laughs> well you gotta specify <laughs> well you know Coca Cola used to contain cocaine but don't get I her di- started on I that di- but I digress so Coca Cola yes and he's instantly hooked because Mac loves Coca Cola it's a tasty liquid and he was thirsty yeah right yeah I prefer Pepsi me too but that's all right yes um, I do not like Coke. <laughs> And I probably have one Pepsi once a year. Yeah. I never drink soda. You just need a little taste. Never drink soda. Yeah. Uh, Upon arrival at the new pad, teenage Michael spouts, hello, California women, have no fear, your hormonal hero is here. Me. No. (laughs) What? What? In the world. I mean. I mean, I guess that's. 10 out of 10 for confidence, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Uh, the next door neighbor, who's about the same age as Eric, I would say they're around 12, mm-hmm. says she's communing with the earth spirits as she catches a glimpse of Mac getting out of the car. <laughs> it's and, like, the fuck is and that? And nearly shards herself. <laughs> the other three have yet to notice Mac, even though they've been riding in a car with him for the past eight hours and he's <laughs> drinking their Coca-Cola. But hey. <laughs> like you wouldn't notice your Coke keeps fucking disappearing? <laughs> As Eric snacks on a bag of Skittles in his room, which is, by the way, an empty bag. You can tell just by the way. Yeah. There's no Skittles. There's, no, po- so there's no Skittles. He's popping air in his mouth. I don't know. It's just the bag is just sitting there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Product placement. He begins to suspect that something is amok. Yeah. Why, you ask? Well, it appears that someone has been using his shower. And wet creature footprints are clear as day on the carpet. How the fuck would Mac know how to use a shower? Which is not likely. Which is not likely. <laughs> that you would see, you know, fully formed <laughs> footprints in carpet. <laughs> That's what I, fucked you up about this? That, this is what got yeah, you. I'm that, like, that. Not that the alien just somehow knew to go and take a shower. Take a shower. Even though he lived on a fucking <laughs> desert planet. Hey, they know all. They see all. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Mac runs out the back, into the yard, and mm-hmm. down the hill. Okay. As witnessed by Debbie. From Debbie. Her home. Yeah. Little Debbie. <laughs> Little Debbie. We are also introduced to her sister, teen Courtney, who seems to be the same age as bro. The hormonal mm-hmm. master, yes. Coinky dink. I think not, right? Uh, this would also be a good time to say no need to rush out and purchase this soundtrack <laughs> garbage. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's not sung by garbage. It's just pure garbage. <laughs> um, here's the magical element in this film. Give it to me. All right. It's an fa- alien lore. No, no. Oh, no, okay. No. No, this no, no. is it. Ready? Okay. Wrap your mind around this. Yes. This family drives across the country uh-huh. from Illinois to L.A. They drive through the night. Arrive at their new home, Mm -hmm. and by the end of the day, the whole house is put together. Boxes are unpacked, pictures are hung, tchotchkes are around. Now, let me say, I've moved (laughs) more in my lifetime than I care to mention, and unless there's a magic spell at work, this is not possible. Again, this is what's getting you. (laughs) That's right. Not the alien that looks like he's sucking a dick the whole movie with his wife. (laughs) How the hell did mom get the whole house put together? Your Virgo brain is just the best. I'm like... What would I do you, without you? Like they show her hanging pictures, and I'm like, Mm-mm, no. And she still has energy. No, it's no. all the Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, they awaken to find that the entire house has been trashed. Oh no! It seems that Mac has redecorated during the night, oh. bringing in a few trees and shrubs for an earthy feel. Oh, you! <laughs> <laughs> this ridiculous mother loses her shit and blames it on the kids. Oh no! Really? Like they could have done that. Come on, lady. Wake up. <laughs> Come Wake on, up. lady. Um, Eric catches a glimpse of Mac and chases him down the hill. Why do we keep going down the hill? It's going to end badly. <laughs> it's good. Well, as we know, Eric is wheelchair bound. <laughs> he ends up sliding down the hill in his wheelchair and falling off a cliff. What the fuck? Which, if for no other reason, please go watch a clip of this scene. It is so hilarious. It's the best part of the movie. It's supposed to be serious. And is it? Oh, no. It's supposed to be serious. Like you're supposed to worry about what's happening here? Yes. He nearly drowns, but, is saved by, but he is saved by Mac. How? <laughs> and of course, his family does not believe him when he tells the tale. Uh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> but later that night, Eric invites Debbie over and they catch Mac when they suck him up in a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Luring him in with cans of Coca-Cola. Fuck yeah. Now, Big Bro has seen Mac. Okay. And he's now a believer. Yeah. Mom, no. She's still not a believer. Get, get with it, Mom. She's at work. She works at Sears. Oh. We see Sears. A lot. Quite often. Oh, shit. Throughout the movie. Uh, when Debbie and Courtney pay a visit to Eric to make sure he's okay after his, <laughs> after his tumble, after his fall. <laughs> Eric takes a tumble. We see an instant love connection between Courtney and Michael. Mm. But no time to chat, though. Courtney is on her way to work. How do I know? What? How? Because she's decked out in her McDonald's uniform. Oh, my uniform. God. She tells Debbie to invite Eric to Brittany's birthday party tomorrow. A girl he does not know. He has never met. And what if Brittany doesn't want Eric at her birthday party? Does he need to bring a gift? And since he wasn't invited, will there be an extra treat <laughs> An extra treat bag for Eric? It's awkward. I don't know. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> what? Were you worrying about the treat bags? Well, I mean, how do you just invite somebody to a birthday party? Laura's like, that's fucking rude. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> After Mac fixes everything in the house, he yeah. and Eric become friends. BFFs. <laughs> for sure. Yep. Mac leaves behind some newspaper clippings in an attempt to communicate. With Eric. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the FBI is hot on Mac's trail. 
Oh, shit. Or okay. is it the NASA people? I'm not sure. <laughs> Shit's um, moving. They're moving. So Eric decides to take him to the birthday party. Also, another uninvited Takes guest. Mac. He's taking Mac to the party. He doesn't want to leave him at home by himself. Does he dress him up like a human? So he disguises him yeah. in his stuffed teddy bear. Like he rips the stuffing out of his teddy bear and puts the costume <laughs> or puts the teddy bear onto Mac, which looks possessed. <laughs> Which looks terrifying. It's terrifying. Uh, when they arrive at the party, which happens to be at McDonald's, uh, okay. uh, of course, we see some trendy fashion and breakdancing happening in the parking lot, which makes no sense because what if they get hit by a car? Breakdancing at McDonald's? With Laura, what? <laughs> what? I mean, it's just not responsible It's adulting. just not logical, once again. Right. Also, older Michael brother. Older Michael brother. <laughs> older brother Michael. Yeah. And older sister Courtney. Okay. Are now a couple. Oh. That Even though fast. they have literally known each other less than 24 hours. Wow. There's more magic in the air. There sure is. Um, as the FBI or NASA people close in on Mac, uh-huh. he distracts them with a dance number, <laughs> which Ronald McDonald even gets into the action. It's horrible. I was just going to say, was it good? Uh, did, you no, learn, did you learn any moves? No, it's really bad. Okay. It's really, really bad. <laughs> Um, Mac and Eric escape on Eric's wheelchair, which apparently contains a turbo engine in it because it's like speeding through the neighborhood. I guess maybe it's Mac's alien, uh, you his know, powers. It's like powers. silver bullet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Makes silver bullet look like chump change. Chump. Yeah. Uh, to wrap up this garbage heap of a movie. Lore, be nice. <laughs> the whole gang decides to try to find Mac's family so they can be reunited. Beautiful. They're on their deathbeds. The f- uh- what? Yeah. Max family? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. When they find them, they're on their deathbeds, but are instantly revived with cans of Coca-Cola. <laughs> All they needed was a sip of that, <laughs> that magical tasty treat. Coca-Cola. That tasty fucking treat. And they're, you know, back. Fuck back, yes. Good as, good as gold. Do you see all of the magic happening here, Laura? <laughs> In the end, Max's family is reunited at a ceremony with Eric's family as they are now being granted U.S. citizenship. The, the alien family? <laughs> <laughs> and the family has assimilated into American life, down to their family truckster and their American clothes. The frickin' mom has earrings and, like, a hat on. And even little Mac is wearing a McKids t-shirt. Yes. Shameful. Remember, when, McDon- Remember when McDonald's had clothes? Yeah, I do. <sighs> Shameful. Gotta love the that McDoubles, you know? That's the end. Wow. Laura, I don't know what you're talking about. Again, I said, I've always said, I, I've always held to the opinion that Waterworld was the worst movie <gasps> I've ever seen, but this one is, it's climbing. Hey. It's, it's in the running. You said Vampire's Kiss was the worst. Is this worse than I, Vampire's Kiss? We've got Vampire's Kiss, we've got this, and still Waterworld number one. Top three. Okay. Oh, yeah, wow. There we go. We got a top Damn. three. Yeah. Um, all right. Would you like a few fun facts? Laura, I would love it. Just to let you know that's exactly what I wanted for my birthday. Was it? Yes. Thank you so much. That is, it could not have been better. It really couldn't have. Well, I'm so glad that I could, you know, bring some joy to your life. Always. Um, a jab to this film's disgusting use of product placement. Yeah, what the hell? Ronald McDonald was given a Razzie for Worst New Star. And as of 2020, he is the only fictional character to ever get a Razzie. Oh, my God. Um, and as you may have guessed, Coca-Cola and McDonald's backed the film. You don't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a complete, awkward, and blatant ripoff of E.T., right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Laura, I just love that she cannot frame even act by nice. frame. <laughs> she can't fake it. No. This is uh, Jennifer Aniston's debut film. 
What? Uh, she was part of the gang in the parking lot of the Mickey D's. Uncredited, but still, no nonetheless. Shit. Way to go, Jen. Jenny, there you go. There humble you go. beginnings. Uh-huh. Yeah, humble beginnings. <clears throat> um, whenever Paul Rudd used to appear on The Late Show, what is called Late Night with Conan O'Brien, uh-huh. he would show a clip from his newest film that he was working on, and it would always cut to the clip of Eric rolling off the oh. cliff and falling into the water. Because <laughs> it's so hilarious. <laughs> it's like the Rick Roll, Paul Rudd's Rick Roll. <laughs> Fucking hell. So funny. You have to go watch man. a clip of that. I love it. You have to go watch a clip of this. Um, so what <laughs> could my lesson possibly be Laura, in this crapper of a film? I cannot wait to see where your mind went. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the lesson ended up being cool. Yeah? Yeah. Because I was thinking, I, I don't even know what I could have pulled from here. <laughs> I, I really don't know. <laughs> I was like, how about NASA? Ooh, okay. Because I realized that I don't really know much about it. Or yeah. even how to pronounce or it. Or even how to yeah. pronounce it. How do you pronounce it? NASA. NASA. <laughs> NASA. NASA. Why do you keep... Saw. What did you saw? What have you seen? What do you see saw? <laughs> I will say it the way I want. <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> NASA. <laughs> or the National Aeronautics and Space Administration... Yes. Was founded in 1958 by Dwight D. Eisenhower. Okay. President. Uh, is an independent agency of the United States federal government okay. responsible for the civilian space program as well as aeronautics and space research. Mm, fascinating. Right? Is the global leader in space exploration and employs around 18,000 civil servants Whoa. with an annual budget of $23.2 billion. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. Excuse me? They have 20 facilities across the country, and they are the only national, they have, uh, they're the only ones that have a national lab in space. Oh, Okay. Weird, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, key responsibilities include the study of Earth, its climate, the sun, and solar system. I love that. They research, test, and develop advanced aeronautics. They developed and fund technologies that will allow for future exploration. Hell yeah. Little smarty pants over yeah, there. Yeah. So my first thought was, have they ever found life on other planets? I thought you were going to say, have they ever seen Mac and me? <laughs> I hope not. It doesn't paint them in a good light. Oh, no. All right. So there are so many programs within NASA. NASA. Whatever. <laughs> now now I'm paranoid. Hilarious. Um, one that I found interesting is the Exoplanet Exploration Program. Okay. Which carries out research, which moves forward NASA's ultimate goal of discovering and studying planets around the stars. What? Characterizing their properties and identifying those which may contain life forms. Oh, cool. Right. So what is an exoplanet? You tell me. Okay. So it consists of any planet beyond our solar system. Okay. And most of these planets, which were first discovered in the 1990s, mm. orbit and are tethered to stars. Wow. Yes. Okay. But there is a ro- there's uh, something called a rogue planet, which is a free-floating exoplanet, which orbits the galactic center and are not tethered to a star. Oh, Wow. Thousands of exoplanets have been discovered since the 1990s. Oh, shit. Do you feel, like, super smart right now? I know. I'm Damn. like, wow, let me try to chunk this down I need to get into- you, like, a pipe. Whew. Yeah. 
Um, the majority of the exoplanets discovered thus far are in very small region of our galaxy known as the Milky Way. The Milky Way? Yes. Okay. However, with the use of NASA's Kepler Space Telescope, they have discovered that there are more planets than there are stars in the galaxy. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Right. Laura, you're blowing my fucking mind right, right? now, girl. Yeah. yeah. To date, Earth is the only planet that is known to contain life, which mm-hmm. means they have not found no mysterious. What was it? Of- mysterious alien creatures? Yes, right. Uh, NASA's intention is to search the galaxy for other signs of life, which would be similar to what we have here on Earth. Okay. And this includes researching other planets and the temperatures, the salinity, the radiation, the acidity, and the aridity mm. of the planet's surface. Okay. Um, however, it is noted that life is capable of adapting to all sorts of conditions that mm. we humans would consider too harsh for life. Okay. So for that reason, it may be possible for other planets to contain life, even if the terrain or atmosphere is different than ours. Yeah. So basically rule nothing out. Right. But no life has been found as of yet. Laura, do you know what movie I think highlights this just so well? What? Mac and Me. Is that right? Yes. Because they lived on such a dry... (laughs) Yes. Right. Yeah. But then instant instantaneously we're able to adapt to our earth our earth's atmosphere oh see i kind of sound smart you you're very smart (laughs) (laughs) move over bill fucking nye yeah right i'm taking over um on october 31st (gasps) what 2017 okay the nasa exoplanet exploration program created two scary interactive features to celebrate halloween NASA dubbed some of their exoplanet discoveries based on their frightening characteristics. What? Yes. Okay. The first was entitled The Universe of Monsters. Okay. So it gives you a highlight of real world world word real world planets uh-huh. that might make the perfect home for some of our favorite monsters. Oh, love so that. they named them after movies. But the planets, you know, and when the planets were discovered. So, like the House of Frankenstein was, the planet was discovered in 2008. Okay. The Horror of Dracula, 2017. The Wolfman and the Mummy Returns in 2016. Army of Darkness, that planet was discovered in 99. And Zombieland was discovered in 1994. That is so cool. So, I've linked a lot of this in the show notes, but you can go... And, like, click on these things, and it will show you the planet. It's really cool. Really? It's super cool. I was like, hey, like, this is nothing I would really ever be interested right. in, but it was super, super cool. Wow, Mac led you there, girl. Yeah. This is so exciting. Yeah, and the second interactive feature is called the Galaxy of Horrors, <gasps> which lists the most terrifying exoplanets in the universe thus far, Ooh. just because of, like, you know, all of the characteristics right, of the right, planet. Right. Um, with names like the Roasted Planet, oh. Dark Matter, the Gamma Ray Ghouls, the Ooh. Monster Mash, Ooh. Galactic Graveyard, or Eternal Darkness, you're guaranteed to be in for a fright. <gasps> Laura, that is so cool. Yeah, they even have Halloween-themed posters in the style of 1950s horror film advertisements. And there's like a like a clip 
introducing it, which I've linked. It's really cool. Yeah. Go check all this stuff out. And it tells you like what interesting characteristics are like horrifying in About these planets the planet. that they've discovered. And like why they gave it the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is it's so super cool. cool. So it seems like those folks over at NASA have uh, the same love for Halloween that we do here at Uncle Bob's. Oh, yay. I love so that. So go check all that out. But it was interesting because when I first started diving through, I thought, well, what could I talk about? And I was going through all of the exceptional, you know, things that have happened at NASA. And one of the things that came up was the the crash that Jake mentioned no in shit. the very beginning. On yeah. my birthday. Yes. That's fucking yeah, yeah. wild. So that's wild, right? Damn. Um, yeah, but then I found this and I was like, whoa, this is way more interesting. Okay. So um, definitely yeah, super cool. That was go super cool. Check out some of that stuff I linked. Uh, yeah, just go check out the whole NASA website if you want to learn. It's fascinating. fascinating. There's so much stuff that you can. Yeah, if you've got some you know, spare time, honestly, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to right after this, going to go check that out. Super fascinating. Super fascinating. Every time I start thinking about this space shit, I feel really insignificant and get very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I just find it hard to believe that we are the only life I on this planet. I don't believe that. On this planet, but the fact that it's been all of these years and they've found nothing, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I would. Or have they? Mm. Wink, wink. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Area 51. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. So that was my lesson for Mac and me. Um, I'm not going to lie, Lord. That was a fucking kick ass <laughs> lesson. <laughs> See, sometimes these goofy ass movies, like, we, yeah. when would you have ever Never. found that? That's what I mean. Like, I, you know NASA or NASA or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Lord, I love this. You, I mean, everybody knows it. You know yeah. the logo. But I didn't really. You know generally you know what's going general, on. But yeah. yeah. So much interesting information. It's fascinating to think about what goes on there and, like, the minds that are oh, working in there. my gosh. Damn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. What if they're, like, hiding a little Mac a little baby Mac in Maybe. there. I hope he doesn't look like the one in the movie. That would be hilarious. Like, what if, like, years down the road, yeah. aliens are discovered, and it's like, you know what movie really got it right? Mac and me. Mac and me. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Wow. I'm calling it right now. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, oh, so shit. a happy birthday to you. And thank you, uh, Mom. That was Awesome. That yeah. was hilarious. It's I mean, it exactly what I wanted. Lesson. There you go. Super cool lesson. <laughs> it was the same with mine. Like, even though my movie wasn't magical, mm -hmm. really cool lesson. So, yeah. I don't know. It just yeah. shows, like, what you can get out of yeah. different films. Absolutely. Um, so, don't go watch Mac and Me. Just um, that clip of just him falling off the cliff. Just the clip of them <laughs> flying off the cliff a few times. And <laughs> You'll have to try to post that on social chuckle. media. Oh, I sure will. I sure will. All right. Oh, my gosh. And well, with that. It. Your birthday episode. My birthday episode. Wow. Ringing yeah. in 29. This is yeah. going to be a good year, friends. It is. It is going to be is. a good year. Yeah. Lots of cool things coming. Lots of cool things coming. Yeah. We can't wait to share with you. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So is it time for Killer Quotes? It's time, Laura. Awesome. It's your turn to pick, Laura. Yay. Should default to you since it's your birthday. No, I just want to hear you read it. Okay. Well, whatever you want, my pumpkin. Oh. All right. The dead can hold a grudge better than most Scorpios. Ooh. 
Ooh. Zing pow. American Horror Story sent in by at Lord Jerome. All right. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for sending friend. that in. Oh, yes. wow. Um, that was that was uh, that was a spicy quote. I'm like, damn, that's just, <laughs> that was. I love that. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, what a fantastic birthday episode. Thank you all for the birthday love you've already given me. Thank yes. you for spending part of your week with us. Yes, we love it. We appreciate you, and we will check you out next week. Absolutely. All right, TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on. <laughs>